Hi, this is Dan Cassetta. Welcome to Flashback Friday on Changing Lives, Selling Knives. This podcast was created to share inspiring stories from people who are positively impacting the world using lessons and skills they first learned from selling Cutco knives with Vector Marketing Corporation. Episodes feature some of Cutco's most prominent alumni and top achieving current leaders. Flashback Friday is your chance to hear a short piece of one of my favorite past episodes. We'll hand select the best nuggets to share with you in this short form. The lessons of the Cutco Vector experience are numerous, are compelling, and are real world concepts for business and life. Thanks for pressing play. Let's get on with today's flashback. Today, we are flashing back to episode number 61 with Cutco sales legend, Curtis JQs. Since 2006, Curtis has been on a preposterous run of finishing first or second in Cutco sales every year, now reaching over $8 million in career personal sales, placing him second all-time in Cutco history. He has consistently found the next level in his annual sales, from his first year over 100,000 back in 2005 to over 1 million in sales in 2019. A five-time national champion, Curtis has directly impacted more Cutco reps than any other sales leader in company history through cross-training and sharing his insights with others. In this short snippet, he shares a key distinction he made that flipped the switch for him back in 2005 and how this affected his ability to build long-lasting customer relationships. He shares some strategies for consistent growth, then gets into key skills that he teaches others when they observe him at work. Through this short flashback, you can gain insight into the mindset, habits, and skills of one of the greatest salespeople the Cutco world has ever seen. If you get value from this flashback episode, please consider supporting one of our sponsors by visiting changinglivespodcast.com slash deals. If you like wine, you've got to try out Good Weather Wines, founded by legendary Cutco Vector alum, Mark Lovis. You can get a monthly shipment of three, six, or 12 bottles hand-selected for you based on your preferences. I'm a subscriber, and I recommend it highly. If you enter the code CLSK when you sign up, you'll get free shipping on your order. Enjoy this flashback segment from Curtis JQs and be sure to revisit our full conversation at episode number 61. Two thousand five is where the switch flipped for you and you began to become one of the elite sales reps. How did the ways in which you went about your business change from that point forward? Well, see, the key word that you said there is business. When I first started Cutco, people didn't talk to me as a business owner. Uh, They talked to me as, you're going to sell knives, you're going to do really well, get out there and sell as much as you can. And then after going through the management program, which was phenomenal for me, that I realized that these managers are building a business. 
And I was one of the representatives that was helping them build that business. And I wasn't doing my job properly because they looked to me to hit numbers and to sell a certain amount so that their business could thrive. Once I had that realization that it's a business that I'm trying to create, then that's where the light bulb went off for me to become an elite rep with Cutco. When you made this distinction, can you describe one or two like specific things that changed for you in terms of your activity or what you were doing that uh, turned things around for you? Yeah. Some distinct things that changed for me was customer relationships and interaction. Before, I would just tell the customer or whatever to make them happy at that moment so that I could get the sale and get out of there. What had really changed is that I was like, I wasn't just saying things to say things to the customer. I was more engaging with them and actually really directing them and channeling a, uh, I'm going to be here years from now, you know, planting the seeds of other things that they could buy, other things that they could do. Um, A lot of times in our business, what we're taught is to go out and try to sell that customer everything all at once and get it over with. And what I realized is that you can't do that when you're building a business Because if you're just out there and you're taking everything from every single person you do, you become transactional. And uh, when you're a transactional person, you leave things behind and you forget Mm. that that person has feelings and that person has, they have a respect level towards you as well. So first thing was the way that I handled customers uh, instead of just trying to get the sale and get the biggest sale that I could. I really tried to cultivate a, a culture of, Hey, you know what? If you don't get it today, guess what? You can buy it from me at this time when we have a sale and we have... So what I was doing is I was literally making it so that my business would continually grow by the way that I was talking to the customers. You have been on just an incredible path of growth for your entire career. You're always finding the next level in your business, Curtis. And this is something that I think I have a tremendous amount of respect for this because I know how hard it is to do that. And very few people ever accomplish something like that where they're always finding that next level. I would love if you could speak to for a while how one creates that in their business or in their life where they're always improving and finding that next level. This is something that you know I, I take pride in every year as I look back on the year that I just had And I look at what went well and what didn't go well at all. And a lot of times what people say is delegate the things that uh, you don't like doing. And we find out that if you delegate away the things that you don't like doing, now you're putting that in someone else's hands. That's something that you should be mastering. I've always been told as a child, if you're not willing to learn, then nobody's going to be able to help you. If you are eager to learn then you'll be unstoppable. And I think that comes from Zig Ziglar. And uh, that is just something that I like to do is look back on the year. And what I do is I find the things that didn't go so well. So like this year, I'm really focusing in on business gifts. Uh, And the reason why is because I have so many clients. I've never ever focused on that one area of the business. I've always focused on the service and doing shows and stuff like that. So when I reflect back on a year, what I do is I really look at the areas of things that I can improve and become a master of. When a master masters something so well, it's easy for them to continually do the thing that they've mastered. But the thing is that you have to continually master other avenues and other aspects of your business. And I think the thing is that a lot of reps don't. They look for the new thing 
or the new idea or the new program that they think that they can just throw themselves in and CPO is going to come to them. And for me growing every single year, I look at what is my core base? What is the one thing that every year is going to produce insane, like insane amount of Cutco business? Mm -hmm. And that's going to be my foundation of service calls and doing uh, all of the in-home stuff, the service aspect of it. And then right after that comes shows. Instead of adding on to my shows, what I do is I really look at it and go, you know what? We're not going to add to our shows. We're going to take away and we're just going to make the shows that we do that much better by providing more service, more value, more importance for these customers to come back year after year after year just to see me. That way I'm not working as hard. I'm working smarter, not harder. You have probably cross-trained more people than anybody in the history of Cutco. I would love it if you could capture what you feel like are some of the key skills or key insights that you pass along to others when they're observing you. What is it that you teach them that helps them find the next level for themselves? First thing is understanding what you're selling. Kako is an amazing product. Kako sells itself. Kako is the best product in the world of its kind. Um, when you realize that you're selling the best product in the world of its kind, then your confidence level should already be up there. Mm -hmm. The mindset comes from, you'd be crazy if you didn't buy this. You'd be crazy if you didn't you know, have this in your home. So mindset just is the realization that what you're selling is the best thing in the world. And what it is is that you are the best person to buy it from. I don't want someone else buying Cutco from someone else. I want them buying it from me. They're in front of me. I'm the rep that's their solution. I'm the one that's going to make their dreams and realities happen because I'm going to work with them. I'm going to try to get them the best deal. So how you manifest it is that you just have to believe in the process. You know, there's so many reps that came before me that had paved the way. And there's some of us currently that are paving the way for these representatives to do so well in our business that if they just trust the process and trust their mind and know confidently that they are selling the best product in the world, magic happens. Mm -hmm. How about uh, a little more of like the technical skills that you try to teach people in terms of success at a booth or a fair, you know, in dealing with a customer, interacting with a customer? The technical stuff is actually all the small things, the things that people forget about. Mm -hmm. uh, the way you talk to people, the way you stand at the booth, the way that you interact with the customer comes down. Sometimes it's just a smile and a laugh and a handshake. And those are things that we miss so much when we're in sales because we're so focused on trying to get that order that we forget that, you know, uh, you know, a handshake goes a long way, a smile, a laugh, a, just in technically the interaction has to be more about them and not about us. Uh, because you know, if it's a show, people are coming up to the booth for a reason and we have to identify what are you coming up here for? What are you looking for? What do you want? Or what do you need? And if you can identify and you can do those technical, just go down that thing, ask those three questions. Are you looking for something? Do you need something? Do you want something? Then we can identify really quickly. And technically, that's so many things that we don't do because we're trying to 
stay on the script, which a script is important. Uh, I'm not saying don't be on a script, but what you do is you become a robot. And the thing is, personality is everything. People buy from us because of our personality and who we are and what kind of moment that they're having. And I always tell people when they come up cross training, I was like, technically, you need to create a moment. You need to create a moment where people want to buy Cutco and they see the need for it and then they go after it. The other technical thing is you have to find a problem and you got to solve it. Okay. A lot of times in sales, people don't understand that people buy things because they have a problem that needs to be fixed. So the main thing is, is solving that problem that they're looking for or that they need fixed, right? So technically, I always tell reps, those are the two things that you need to make, make sure you're doing. Moment with the customer or have an experience. You know, you always hear that buying experience. And then the other thing is find the problem and solve it. We all learn differently and we all teach differently. And I think the most important thing is when people come out and they cross train with me or they listen to me, I really tell them what I'm doing is the same thing you're doing. I'm just saying it differently or I'm creating a need differently or I'm paying attention to the customer's mannerism just differently. The key thing is listening because a lot of people don't listen. So that's one of those things that I'm trying to get with the representatives to understand that they're great and they know what they're doing. I was in their same shoes years ago. I'm not doing Jedi mind tricks to get people to buy Cutco. I'm saying the same thing. I'm just doing a little bit differently with a lot more confidence. Thanks for listening. If you enjoyed today's flashback episode of Changing Lives Selling Knives, you can find the full episode and show notes at changinglivespodcast.com. You can also sign up there to receive free resources from me and some of our amazing guests. Please consider rating or reviewing us on your podcast player and hit the subscribe button so future episodes are automatically downloaded directly to your device. This is Dan Cassetta signing off We'll be back in a few days for our next story about changing lives.